0: So it's come to this. Precisely this. It has come to <laughs> it this. It came to this. You know, I'm Eric, I'm Charlie. This we're, is a movie
1: podcast.
0: We're just a couple guys with a movie <laughs> podcast, a couple normal men with a movie podcast. We're just a
1: couple of dudes.
0: And so we wanted to go out for like a guy's movie. <laughs> And when we we showed up to that theater and we're like, yeah, we're going to see men. A hey, two for men, two you know what I'm saying? Two for men. We're going out to support the guys tonight. Here we go. you right. You know, we're going out for the boys. And then we saw men. And then I've been thinking about men for like three, four weeks now. Yeah. Uh, hard to get it out
1: of my head. <laughs> yeah. Although I don't know what to make of it. So uh, if you clicked on this to get an explanation... <laughs> Like, if you're one of those, like, I got to figure out what I gotta happened. I got to see if these
0: guys know what happened to Someone in men. else
1: must be talking about men. <laughs> Maybe these guys know. I don't know. I'm Maybe f- Eric knows. I I don't know.
0: This is, like, if you listen to us, but, like, you kind of want us to, like, mess up a bit. Like, <laughs> these guys ain't so smart. These guys don't know about every movie. Well, I'm going to embrace that. I'm not going to look at my notes. <laughs> yeah. I got,
1: I got it all ready to go. This is going to be a nice conversation about a strange and wonderful movie that I, a, I loved. I loved this. Yeah.
0: That is one thing I know is that I can't stop thinking about this. After just being mesmerized by the Northmen, like mm-hmm. every time I saw it, thinking, oh, man, nothing else is going to come close to this. Now I've been thinking about men. <laughs> we got spoiled. <laughs> like, it was, it was crazy. It came right after. I think it's North, been. I think the Northman been... and then just men. And then men. Yeah. Plural. Yeah.
1: All I, the boys, man. It, it kind of boggles my mind that so many of my favorite writer-directors are making movies that are out right now. <laughs> yeah. Between Robert Eggers, Cronenberg, Alex Garland with this movie. Yeah. Within... These are all guys that I go see the, all their movies all the time. <laughs> right. And you had, you know, P.T. Anderson had one earlier this year. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's been
0: great. Within one week, I saw a movie by in the theaters by Cronenberg, by Garland, and by Eggers. Yeah. That's insane. That's ridiculous. At, like, the normal
1: theater. And they're all, like, the weirdest, coolest movies yeah. that these guys have
0: done. It's the, dude, theater movies are so weird right now.
2: <laughs> I don't I, know what happened.
0: Theaters are insane right now. Yeah. People I, have been saying that, like, there's a cinema has narrowed a lot. We've complained about lack of sex. And it is true. If we get... We either get Tom Cruise barely kissing jennifer connelly's cheek in maverick yeah with like pants on (laughs) come on we either get that or we get just like another fucking car (laughs) (laughs) there is no middle ground right yeah so that's a weird part of movies now but we are also getting some of the weirdest movies i have ever seen in like the most normal theaters in town right in the biggest theater, playing on the, a big screen, and we saw this on a Sunday. Like, <laughs> yeah, like
1: several dates were in the theater with us. Like yeah. obvious couples, just seeing men, just like, like. <laughs> I think before I think before we started watching, actually, what I did say to you was like, I'm just looking forward to a nice relaxing <laughs> night at the movies. Kick back, forget my troubles. Now, what's this, men? All yeah. right. And no, but knowing Alex time, Garland, you know it's going to be a head trip. This is the first time
0: in like <laughs> since we went to see the Forster double feature that I think I've gotten you to a double feature. Yeah, probably. And it is four of the most confusing, harrowing hours that I could have put you through. <laughs> Just a relaxing Sunday at the movies. Yeah. Chilling with my friend.
1: We had just seen Crimes of the Future, which we'll talk about on an, on another episode. Yeah, and then yeah, popped in
0: the, bed. <laughs> the new Cronenberg and the new Garland back to back just on a Sunday. That was a fun Sunday, and I it was a fun Sunday and a weird, <laughs> thought provoking Sunday. Yeah, but I've been thinking about these movies ever since, and that means something. You know, whatever your final uh, opinion on a movie, you yeah. thought about if you thought about a movie for a month like I've done, whew, that means something
1: this one, especially uh right off the bat, we will be spoiling it. so you should if you don't Everything if you want to not know spoil. anything about this movie and go watch it, I think it's on streaming soon, but soon, but man, seeing it in the theater was great and
0: amazing.
1: And I knew I wanted to. I knew Alex Garland. I'm there. We've been I talking about, about doing it. an Alex
0: Garland episode. We for, had been, like, yeah, for a while. <laughs> for like 150
1: episodes. I pretty much like everything he's done yeah. until now.
0: And I'm cra- I am I guess I was a novice seeing Annihilation. you know. I've seen mm-hmm. uh, Ex Machina. I loved him. But I didn't know he wrote novels. I didn't know he wrote The Beach. Right. I had no idea that <laughs> then the Leonardo DiCaprio movie was based on. I had no idea he wrote 28 Days Later because mm-hmm. I didn't know a thing about him other than... Ones I've seen in the last few years. He's written some great movies. He, this guy is one of the most important genre figures of the last twenty years. Yeah, I, I had
1: sh- no clue. I discovered him from uh, reading a review of The Beach that it was terrible, but the novel was good, and being like, "Oh, I should check that novel out." I want to read that. Read that, and then like, yeah, the next year or two, he wrote Twenty Eight Days
0: Later, which was really the zombie which comeback. Was a top it was the zombie a top five movie that zombie, zombie totally holds kind up. of movie. Very scary. Super scary. One
1: thing Alex Garland is good at is actually creating scares. He makes he me so to.
0: uneasy because yeah. he he breaks rules of worlds. This movie is scary. He does not care about breaking a world's rules. He what I love. He is makes it count. From a novelist to
1: a screenwriter to a director. He his last three where he's directed. Uh, you know, Annihilation. Yeah. Ex Machina and the Devs TV show. If you ever saw that. No. He really. <laughs> it's great. He really loves the effect of cinema the visual oh yeah the like there's a stretch of like 10 minutes without dialogue in this movie like he is just so great at you don't even embracing notice until the it's like 10
0: minutes yeah because it's so engaging yeah you know annihilation i saw in the dingiest smallest theater in third street it was i might have been probably there with me you. and like some guy maybe you <laughs> but it was just this weird visual you know it was like when i saw tree of life Mm-hmm. I said before, it's like of all the movies that I thought would get to influence future <laughs> directors didn't think Tree of Life would have that kind of effect that studios would keep letting guys make their Tree mm-hmm. of Life. It's insane we've gotten so many directors Tree of Life <laughs> and they're all <laughs> like really good usually. These are like the most creative minds that I've been so into. They've really fueled my, my love of movies this yeah. last decade. Getting to just free ball it oh, like getting the most that's money that's a great description of how this movie getting more just money than they've ever gotten to make a movie and it playing in more theaters yeah than they've ever got to play that's i love it <laughs> this is like you know cronenberg is quote back mm-hmm. making a weird cronenberg movie but garland is just like oh i get more money yeah i'm gonna make something he does something that cronenberg had to have watched and go oh garland gets to do this yeah the he ending go, of this he movie. He gets is to go there, Corona, right? right? Oh yeah. It goes so far beyond any movie ending that you see. Like you said, we saw it on a Sunday with dates. Yeah. People were there in
1: dates. The couple next to me, the woman's like takes her shoes off. She's like curls up like she's, <laughs> she's on the like couch. She's got a blanket for a they're Sunday. Like, they're like cuddling over there. <laughs> and the whole time, anytime anything new comes on screen, she goes, hmm. <laughs> Mm. Uh, mm. Mm-hmm. but literally it's like her t- her leaving the house to take a walk you know so you see a shot of a field mm. shot of some trees mm. <laughs> shot of the valley or you know the little creek she
0: walks in yeah mm. uh, the, loving it the whole time it's like when i saw a portrait of a lady on fire <laughs> and at one point the lady that had been getting painted her dress catches fire at like a bonfire. And the woman by me goes, oh. <laughs> All right, Linda, what does it mean? Tell me what you got. You just got. What was it? Oh, She's the lady that's, outside, the lady. Yeah. that's the lady. That's the lady. The thing is, I swear to God. You're gonna, this is going to sound fake. I swear to God. It was at Sebastopol, so you know it's yeah, true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know it's going to get these comments. Older crowd. Two times before that, I distinctly heard her ask, Is that the lady? (laughs) Is that the lady? Old people watch movies like Columbo. I love it. But Men is one of those movies where I've been thinking about it for so much (laughs) of my time. But I also kind of didn't want to think too hard about it. And also really wanted to think too hard about it. I've tried to approach this movie in so many ways. Yeah. Wanting to see it. Wanting to understand it. Wanting to... I came. I don't know. I came to a a kind of a thing a few days ago thinking about it because
1: yeah, I've been thinking about it a lot, and it's like uh, viewing an abstract painting. Yeah, I just like the uh, the emotion and the feeling it gives me watching it. I don't need to figure out like a Rubik's cube to solve the puzzle. This movie is scary. It's very scary. Yes, Uh, tense,
0: emotional. I think it's his best like emotional. It Stuff. really packs a punch. This is a movie about uh, really. Conf- I mean, what I drew from it was a whole in depth, surreal painting of a woman like confronting her, her worst grief. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, it's it's you about know, a woman grieving her, worst her husband's guilt, deaths. Yeah. You know, and her own worst fears, even. This is like one of those, you know, kind of Cassavetes or De Palma, you know, women um, on the verge mm-hmm. movies. Right. It has a. Real horror. Those movies are always classified as horror. You know, Repulsion and Mm. Sisters and these kind of movies. But this is horror because this is scary. This goes far beyond psychological and gets, like you said, tense. Yeah. It's right off
1: the bat creepy Yeah, with our main man, uh, Rory Kinnear. Dude, so
0: I can't say that I knew who Rory Kinnear was (laughs) before this movie. This guy's had a huge career. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> this Probably guy's been British, acting right? for 25 years, right? This is like The Doctor and American
1: Werewolf. Yeah, 180 credits. Yeah. Never seen him before.
0: But, you know, I'm only a recent Jesse Buckley. You know, she was on the last season of Fargo. She oh, was in yeah. The Lost Daughter last year, which was another movie. Like, man, I think at the end of this day, I remember walking out of the theater with you and just being like, why does everything got to be such a thinker? <laughs> like, these <laughs> movies are so good and make me, like, confront emotions that I, like, should confront. But at the same time, it's like, Man, there's a reason I actually had a good time watching the Sandra Bullock's The Lost City. <laughs> just like, yeah, fucking Sandra Bullock doing a prat fall in a cat suit, like, right? Yeah, not a lot there's,
1: of reality breaking uh, tension and grief and emotion yeah, man. And... Just let
0: me watch Channing Tatum and Sandra Bullock crack jokes. Yeah, like, yeah, that's good. That ne- I need a bit of that because Men is like kind of a gut punch, but also kind of weirdly uplifting. Very mixed emotions about this movie. It's uh.
1: Yeah, it's a movie. But they're that, all strong. It's a movie that kind of evokes this like self, you know, reflection, and you know, in a total unreality. Yeah, but also like uh, I think she's faking it the whole time. There are or, hints at that. There are know, hints that it's she, delusion. It's it's not real. Yeah, yeah. So we, should there. we believe her? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Did she just kill a bunch of men <laughs> unknowingly, <laughs> or just it's a oh, very man, amb- you it's know? a very ambiguous ending? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, obviously, it's all on purpose. People hate ambiguous. But endings. I know, I know, there's clues in there, and there's like mention of Agamemnon, and there's definitely stuff in there that I'm sure there's there's something. We but if I go digging too deep, then when we the mystery, you know, yeah, uh, man. disappears.
0: So I like the mystery of this movie. So I was a guy when I saw Mother you know, in theaters, mm-hmm. Aronofsky's movie. I was really into it. I thought about that, you know, for a week, right? Trying to analyze it, trying to approach it and confront how I felt about it and whether I hated it or mm-hmm. it was actually really good. And I made the mistake of reading, like, an interview with him where he said exactly what it was about and it was, like, the lamest thing <laughs> that I had considered exactly. out of all the... And I was just yeah. like, oh, man, I was so much better off just interpreting it. Even if I was wrong as so I might be the... I might be the dumbest sounding guy when I talk about this movie. <laughs> it's a movie that I—I ah, I don't know what I think. Well, so I'm going to sound like a total dummy, but I just—I'm so transfixed by it all. It's a, at the it's same time—it's
1: a movie that defies logic. Yeah, because the thing is about this movie—if you know anything about it—Rory Kinnear plays like ten different dudes. <laughs> yeah, who all look a lot like Rory Kinnear. Mm-hmm. Now you had a friend who said they didn't know. No, it was no, no,
0: I kind of got the the lamest. I find that. Well, I got I like find the, that hard to believe. I got the best cross section. This was one of those movies where I somehow wrangled six different people to see it <laughs> on like a Wednesday night. Yeah, who go, who can get six people to go out on a Wednesday now? <laughs> right. Total, and it all happened in and one. Again, if you're gonna have a nice party atmosphere for a to, movie, let's go see men. Let's go see men, right? <laughs> you know, like a. Huge dinosaur movie comes out in like two weeks. We <laughs> yeah. can all go out on a Wednesday and just see a two and a half hour dinosaur thing. Exactly. No, man, we're going no. out for men we're gonna at see like 9 30. Real creeps at work. <laughs> yeah. But it's all one dude. But maybe it's every dude. Oh, man. <laughs> so one of the guys in the group, until we were all talking about it afterwards, had not noticed that every man in this movie is played by the same man. And I find and that honestly, I do find that hard to believe. Uh, half of us thought that it was like half the men, because mm-hmm. there was a couple guys that I was like, "Well, I wasn't paying attention to all the men." <laughs> like I wasn't looking that closely at every man. There's one scene with like five men. I'm not like yeah, yeah, ca- yeah. I'm not like looking at their noses. But so like you know yeah, the
1: one pub scene was all Rory Kinnear. <laughs> yeah. So you've got your main Rory Kinnear is the nice guy, the caretaker <laughs> of the oh house, God, that this lady the country. At.
0: Yeah. Oh, so this woman, yeah, this woman gets in the worst argument ever. That probably you know it's our own worst moment, our own worst fight that we've ever been in as a as a couple, and this one leads to an accidental pot- possibly suicide
1: yeah her husband falls out a window could have could have been on purpose could have been it an slipped. accident yeah they were getting either way course. it was
0: bad because he was trying to break back into ugly. the department in the
1: yeah. a- apartment in the middle of this fight he had just hit her yeah we see this all unfold like we don't get the whole story up front we so keep like getting flashes of her unfolds. grief
0: and what she's kind of escaping into the yeah. country away from so she's trying to get away from this it all this is her idyllic two-week yeah, vacation away from everything. Renting this gorgeous cottage in this old country town, you know, somewhere in the UK. Yes, I don't know anything yeah. about UK. Sorry, it's out in the country. <laughs> yeah,
1: no one else seemed to know where this town was. Never. Anytime, anytime that's... she would call her friend or try to call the cops, they're like, "Where is it?
0: Where?" Okay, are you? so I mean, that's when we start getting some of the vibes that like this yeah. place might not be all yeah. just the countryside. It's a woman slipping into.
1: You know, something deeper. Well, she's clearly having these yeah, flashbacks and emotions and crying out and grieving. And, yeah. Uh, but yeah, we, we see slowly but surely every guy is the same guy. But I did not expect this movie to get so scary, crazy right off the bat.
2: Very quick. Oh, my gosh. She right? shows
1: up at the house, takes a tour, decides to go for a walk, and immediately things get creepy on the walk. And this is she's, like, yeah, 20 minutes in. She approaches a tunnel, and it's very silent. She's not talking. She's does this creepy, echoey music, and then you see a guy at the other end oh, of the tunnel. Oh, God. And, so it's like, like, and I'm like, wait, the movie just started. Why yeah,
2: were we you so were just, scared
1: right you now? You
0: like, still had snacks like that yeah. were barely cracked into. And soon after
1: that, we get full. Like Our second Rory Kinnear sighting is a fully naked, bald, cut up. Yeah, just ripped to shreds, naked, crazy Kinier. man.
0: Man, yeah, this movie gets in like, so whoa, many crazy. 15 minutes in? The dates we, we were seeing, and we were getting the legit, like, oh, oh like yeah. people were like getting really surprised by the directions this movie was headed quick. It
1: felt like a scary movie in a theater because we had these girls behind us, and you see, yeah. then like five minutes later, you see Roy Kinnear, naked, hobo version at the window behind her in the house, and it was following straight her up around like, these crazy hard angles. It was that's the scariest thing. Some I've real seen in a stranger while. calls back, kind of. Yeah, it was very like the visually. strangers, like the guys behind you. Yes. don't know it.
0: Just oh. done to the peak effect, but the quiet stuff before all that is just as effective. Yeah, the shots of her when I knew I was into this movie without knowing, even that just that opening kind of pastoral drive out to her Airbnb. That we'll find out she adamantly refuses to leave. (laughs) This is a woman who could have easily gotten that deposit back quick. But she is determined to have this time at this place. I think if
1: Naked Man follows you out of the woods and comes to your home and tries to get into your home. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we call it. I'm calling it. We're going to go find somewhere else This woman is determined. Yeah. But... That shot of her driving out, that great song. I don't know what British folk artist did it. yeah But it's a great tune to fit this mood. And just this, it looked beautiful. Garland, man. He he knows what he's doing. Her going through on that walk, that's a walk that was beautiful. But you just knew there was something. You knew something. Oh, yeah. That's the thing. You were surprised at how quickly it's scary this movie got. But there was always, like, right off the bat, as pretty as that scene looked, it was just something lurking. Like, just just like, that isolated just feeling yeah. that,
1: that a movie can give you. And
0: it was, oh. Yeah. You know, when he does more of this between two worlds space dimension stuff, that's its own kind of isolation. This is being isolation in more of a real world setting and just stretching the limits of what our reality is. Man, I'm
1: kind of putting that together now because ex machina, they're out in this isolated compound. Yeah. Just Dude, those two guys I still, and robots.
0: I still remember just how I felt how watching Ex Machina. Felt. Yeah. Just, I remember time.
1: these movies. And yeah, Annihilation, they're they're in that zone that they can only be in. <laughs> yeah. And like if more people go in, it's bad. We
0: watch a lot of movies. We talk about a lot of movies. We watch even more. And there's movies that I'll watch and I'm like, have I seen this? Mm-hmm. I, like, find out I've seen this movie like three years ago. Some movies yeah. just don't stick. So when I can remember so many details of seeing Ex Machina like seven years ago. Yeah. That's a movie that's just shook me, you know, under the skin, that kind of thing. Oh, man. Ghost, uh, ghost story. That's a scary movie. You know, these movies that I just can't stop thinking about in some way. They're, they affect your way of thinking. They change yeah. the way you approach life in good and bad ways. This movie is just powerful. Man. Well, this
1: movie taught me to not follow a woman out of the woods naked. Man, no, no, no. Because <laughs> he did get arrested by another Rory Kinnear. But there's... Now, what was interesting is there are other women in this movie. The cop, uh, the, the female police That's, officer was is a, a different actress. Seeing
0: where the movie went, it was and, really weird seeing that one cop take down her like story of the naked man yeah. and then never be heard from again. And her friend you know, that she talks to on the phone... With occasionally... I also Who shows thought up at the end. But. For a while, the movie also gets into like those kind of made-on-a-webcam movies oh, where it just oh shows a God. screaming face on a phone. That was so scary, too. I'm not sure. But I joking. was like, is this going to be a super scary version of a phone... <laughs> <laughs> like, a scary cell phone movie?
1: Yeah. Her friend... They're FaceTiming. <laughs> before... Any, before even the walk, I think. <laughs> yeah. When they're Facetiming the friends, she's just in the house the, for the, the first time. The, the screen starts going glitchy, and it's just like these terrible-looking, screaming. You heads. You can't tell if they're
0: mutant faces or if they're digitally malformed. I love the way he oh, play that Garland plays with like, uh, like fracturing reality. You know, when he's showing these unclear photos or the way, you know, the weird shapes. But it kind of lets your mind do it.
1: Because, yeah, all you're seeing is maybe some teeth or something. Yeah. Like your man, brain well, teeth are weird, man. If a director
0: shows <laughs> teeth, man, I'm already just like, ah. You know, there's something about teeth well, and stuff done to teeth. Is that why it's and so like,
1: creepy when Rory Kinnear's on camera? Because he's, especially as the main guy, just man, all those teeth.
0: those chompers, man. He's <laughs> got some prosthetic fake. teeth. Yeah. He's got some <laughs> teeth in this movie. This is like a crazy clumps performance. In the middle of the scariest shit.
2: Is it's, Rory Kel? Cal- well, that's why I mean, just-
1: once you get to the pub and it's then it's like bearded,
0: bald Rory <laughs> yeah. K- There's like coming a out. sailor with like just one of those like chin strap like- curly beards and like a corn cob pipe. What are we doing here? He's doing like these crazy Robin Williams characters, but yeah. they're all like uh, misogynist Nazis.
1: <laughs> but they're all individual feeling for what they are, for being the same person and for giving it's you that It's a crazy... Sense. You know, the priest, the vicar, whatever dude. you call him, he is a very different feeling person. And I still, like, sympathize with the caretaker later in the movie when he's
0: trying to search outside I to mean, see who the keeps messing I mean, he's the most of a hero, but... You still like him. One, I think that tension is there in this movie because every confrontation with every man in this movie whether it's overt or not, there is just constant tension in every way. And you wait for her to get it. And sometimes she is immediately on it, but it is always just there. Right. And it is long and drawn out. Mm -hmm. And there's even just something about the landlord asking you know questions about where her husband is and that kind of stuff. like stuff you know yeah, yeah. the things that you do the little the, the nice guys cover it up by going like oh if it's okay to to ask if i <laughs> exactly after asking it already you know so already there's just that kind of line pushing in every conversation and confrontation she has i had no idea how far the lines would cross mm-hmm. they kept getting pushed until they were not in this universe anymore yeah definitely but so, even that first scene with her talking to that other guy, just him prying a little too much, even though he was country mm-hmm. and quaint about it, off-putting. Also, he's a freak. Yeah. So, <laughs> bucktooth. Also, it was like a bucktooth, uh, rosacea-cheeked freak. Yeah, so, yeah. So, uh, the guy drinks in, like, every scene like a fish, but it's great. He gets these kind of comedic scenes and then these dark, bad, threatening vibe scenes, like, had predators in this movie. Mm -hmm. That walk and her coming up to that abandoned railway tunnel. Everybody, you could hear squirming. People were immediately just anticipating something bad. And this woman just keeps, this is the bravest woman ever. This woman confronts so many fears that I would have like, I would have like Scooby-Doo ran out of the house with my feet just pinwheeling. Like, I would have dust-clouded out of there, man. This woman is stuck yeah. in her head space, right? And that railway station with that, I had to look these guys up and verify. It's the same two guys that have done all the scores for oh you yeah. know, Annihilation and Ex Machina, you know, which are all really good Definitely. movie scores. Very cool. Ben Salisbury, Jeff uh, Barrow or Barrows or something. Mm. And they had this, like, human-sounding synth kind of sound to it when she's echoing her uh you know singing off the walls yeah, of this just abandoned like tunnel a,
1: ha, 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 and starts doing like almost like a close yeah. encounter i don't care about
0: thing. like the science behind it or if it's real i love the sounds that it was creating and yeah. the mood and the 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 you know one of those midsummer kind of shots where the camera's panning all around in a mm-hmm. real a24 kind of way <laughs> right, one of those A twenty four nature shots, you know that kind of vibe. And she keeps walking further into this tunnel, and it's like going to the worst possible Toontown. I'm getting scared tunnel, just man. thinking about I'm it right scared. now. I'm so scared of this tunnel. <laughs> tunnels are the dirt worst, man. Never going to. When tunnel. I was a kid, I was getting all the tunnels till I saw it. Oh yeah, I'm never going Stay in out a of the tunnel sewer. again, Stay man. Out of the tunnel, no, no, no. Yeah, alligators. And, it's and she Nothing is just so there. isolated, and and I am so scared. And she is not until a man shows up at the other end of that tunnel. That is one of the scariest shots, man. That oh, guy it's coming like into silhouette.
1: View. It's almost like he's sitting up. Yeah, or he something. was like
0: completely out of view, lying down, and just sits up and stands. Suddenly, there's just one shape at the end of this tunnel. That one shot where her head is like completely blocking the light mm. through the other end of that tunnel. It's just one of those, like, please don't be something there when she, <laughs> when the camera pans around her. Like, I don't know if I can handle oh, I it 12 minutes oh, into this movie. Oh, there was, like, movie. a guy behind her. Yeah. Oh, no. It's like, don't do me that early. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> and he just kept handling it in this. It was, let me tell you, this never ring more true than the end of this movie. He just kept not quite doing what I was scared of him mm. doing or expected him to do. Right. He definitely kept making different choices until the most unexpected ending.
1: Like I said, I did not expect to see naked, cut up, bald Rory Kinnear 10, yeah. 10, 10 you 15 were, minutes you into this movie. Yeah. And then to see him immediately afterwards
2: oh, God. In, in the yard behind her, it was, was, like the,
1: it was
0: so scary. It was like an X-Files episode And for then it was while.
1: like, wait, where is it going from here? <laughs> yeah,
0: what more can they do? This is like a two hour, hour 45
1: I, movie, right? I expected like naked guy prowler to show up at the end yeah so if this is the beginning then it was just like what are we getting into here
0: actually i remember one thing one of the few things i knew about this movie i didn't know Ro- i i saw him on the poster and that was kind of all i knew about this movie i just thought it'd be a guy's movie you know me just <laughs> hanging the with bulls. the guys right yeah i love you man was great we had <laughs> yeah a fun we loved time. i love you man right and it's like oh man such a good time there maybe this this was not the movie I was expecting, but boy, did this hit me! And between that score and the cinematography and the real sound mix, I don't know. It just felt yeah. like we were in oh, yeah. this movie, right? Well, you're this in an old was,
1: house a lot of times, and you're hearing the creaky, yeah. creaking. The sound mix in this movie everywhere. is incredible. Yeah,
0: beyond just the score, the sound mix—like you are in this movie. And this is a powerful movie to be in, mm-hmm. but you kind of need to be in this movie. I think some people I saw. Some people are immature when we go to these movies, and they don't want to confront these things. So you get yeah. giggling. You get people that are scared, genuinely, and then you get people that are trying to be the cool guys. Yeah, it's yeah. It's that kind of movie.
1: There was a little, bit, a little bit too much of that, especially at the end. Like, all right, all right. All right, people. We're, we're done we are all We're all grown-ups here. You, you get into a situation at the end here where it's like, eh, I don't think you want to be giggling at this. <laughs> no.
0: You're going to want to see this. You, you look weird for this. My this. Uh, one of this. my bowling buddies, he... Uh, his daughter works at the airport cinemas mm. told, told him she saw this movie and she says, a lot of people walked out at oh. the end of this movie. He's, and so he's asking, he's like at work, like in the hallway with at least 12 people's offices. Right. And she's he's like, so what was making people walk out? I was like, well, let's, uh, I'll tell you <laughs> later. Right? I'll tell you when we're bowling the next day. And then, uh, the next night he's like, she told me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I'm going to see this one. Which
1: Rory Kinnear giving birth to himself do you think it was that got the people? <laughs> which out one of the which seats? one really
0: made him wriggle? That's a tease. No oh, man. <laughs> but the sound mix in this really just put me there and you know And the performances. I sincerely yeah. have no idea how this movie secured an R rating. Mm. I don't know. It it is so like thematic and so like <laughs> intense and then so disgusting that I have no idea how they just, they're just letting people make movies, man. Well, that's what, yeah. It's crazy they're getting away with some of this stuff, but the Northman, this, Crimes of the Future, has some of the weirdest, sickest gore. It's almost like in 2020, the studios were like, all right, well, no
1: one's going to be going to the movies for two years. We know this, so we're just going to give our guys some money to make some weird personal projects. Yeah, man. And then it's like, oh, I guess they can all come out in theaters
0: now. You know what? If the only action movies we get are like superhero movies, but we get all of these other yeah. movies that I can watch in a recliner. Well, and then like to get them in May.
1: Yeah, like uh, Crimes of the Future was just at Con can whatever right and then it's like in theaters like the next week yeah usually it takes like another year and a half for that movie to make it to the future it was like
0: oh i heard there's a new cronenberg movie oh the new
2: (laughs) cronenberg movie's coming out on friday
0: that maverick all right literally like a week later after i heard there's a new cronenberg movie i thought it was just he was making a movie like good for him it's been like a long time glad he's back oh it's today (laughs) Oh, it's it's yeah. done. So we've been and talking about theaters. doing Alex Garland for two years, and then suddenly we talked ourselves into like, oh, there's one now. We finally <laughs> got to see one in the biggest theater. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And holy cow, man, the fear in this is real. The sounds that that shape makes at the end of the tunnel that make his echo, mm-hmm. it was like this inhuman grunt that then had the worst sound the more it echoed. And suddenly her song, that was like, you know, vibing pretty good, it was. It was mixed going. pretty well. She had the time in sync on bad that. Bad this is a woman who bad knew bad 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 echo. She's, she she knew she some looked, echo. Yeah, it seemed like she'd practiced. And uh, his sound just ruins everything. Oh, yeah, blows it.
1: Does hers cut out immediately? or? Is yeah, it man. Just like, it just yeah. goes
0: to this, like, whew, oh, man. This fear. And this is also a woman. Call me a pussy. I am All quick. Right, to, I'm gonna be quick to turn tail and run as fast as my legs can carry me for as long. People, she is no. too nice, and she like fast walked for a while. She's like too okay. much fast walking.
1: Well, it's like that idea Ooh. of like a woman wanting to not act too too yes. crazy. Yeah, to like act polite even though a guy's bothering her it's at that, the club man, kind how, of a thing.
0: It's that early scene in Titane when yeah. she's walking to her car. Yeah, yeah, and you yeah. just hear the steps behind her, and we're just sitting in, you know, it's like it's Ronan probably theater on like a Thursday afternoon. when right. we're like, oh great, it's probably just a guy,
1: but yeah, I'm gonna walk. You a don't want to be accused and, of being hysterical, and you know what? That's something I never like worry about. Really, have to you know have to worry about if I just see yeah, a man. random guy walking towards me, I don't have to be like, ooh, I hope at Maybe the same, same time, should, though, I, know, I think we should. <laughs> it's kind of feeling like this it's movie is there, nothing right? full of guys that I should do that to. Oh, and if I saw those two guys who are sitting at the table oh, at the man. pub, I would have left the pub immediately. That's like a good version. Like, you know how much nope. we
0: love, uh, like the American werewolf pub yeah. scene. I love a good, like, bar stool screech out foreign pub scene. Mm-hmm. Just a little <laughs> <laughs> right when, when you're just sitting there, just. Yeah, man. One of them almost looked like a country crust punk. Yes. Real cool. Like a rugby thug who'd moved out to like old Lancashire. Right. Like, (laughs) great look. You know, you had like the sailor looking guy. Another just kind of ugly guy. A couple darts. Just players. Like, yeah. Looking rough. Man, rough guys. But yeah, like those guys are scary. Yes. Those guys are scary. There's so many men in this, but I don't know. Forty-five minutes in was only when I started really thinking about. He has like a distinct facial mole, mm. and after like four moles, it's like okay. But then just when you're thinking like, oh, so it's like a multiple guys movie, then they go and fuck you up with like Samuel, the kid. Yeah, man. Okay, I think they should have just
1: used a kid for that. They, <laughs> they tried to, had do, a to face do a Rory thing.
0: Kinnear like bitchy nine-year-old. They had to make it. it that didn't quite work. It for was me. like this weird. It was like the Tim Burton, Alice in Wonderland CGI. Yeah, yeah. But on like a Rory Kinnear's face, on like a little boy body. But they used like a (laughs) real boy's body (laughs) with like a CGI man face. But it was also weirdly
1: kind of smooth. It's all... Yeah, but it's still like then his just his big (laughs) fucking man nose. (laughs) Which is kind of like weird cell shading on it. Yeah, that was a little...
0: I think Samuel might have had also the scariest scene of the movie. However ridiculous Samuel came off in that first scene, where you are like, "What are we doing, Samuel?" Now, and uh, <laughs> later on, it's like, "Oh, I fucking hate Samuel. <laughs> you know, oh, I'm getting sick of this guy." That one, I, him yeah. backing her through the house at the end was, yeah, that that's one, like he, the worst to get strangers kind of stuff. Yeah. And uh, but Jesse Buckley gives one of those horror performances that. You know, when a real high end actress commits to a just gross, introspective, horror psychological horror movie, you know, it's like those, uh, you know, uh, The Shining. Mm -hmm. You know, I also could Shelly Duvall going crazy. There's a lot uh, of this
1: movie that I could see being a stage play too. Oh yeah, such a simple dramatic.
0: It'd make a really good one woman show. Yeah, it would totally work, and a lot of the movie works because of that. Mm -hmm. Because, as you said, there was. You can go ten minutes with nobody saying anything. It's that kind of movie, and it works. Like, yeah, you but, don't really notice you're sitting ten minutes in silence. Right. You know, you're just in this movie. But when you're when you do
1: have conversation and tension, it's usually like a one on one. Her and Rory Kinnear
0: as you know the yeah. priest, the kid, the vicar know. was a very difficult scene, man. That got he was truly creepy. That got so this long one on one. You know. With just kind of natural nature sounds, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of birds chirping in this movie. Yeah. All over me. And. Yeah, a lot of leaves rustling, birds <laughs> yeah. chirping. And as this conversation gets longer, it's a long real time conversation. Yeah. You know, four he, or five. He
1: hears her crying in the church, so they he wants Not to talk. Not just crying, man. She is like well, having an wailing. emotional like, vomit.
0: Yeah. Man is just screaming and thinking because, like, if. Because she witnessed her husband die if we're not in a getting a very terrible terrible way if we're not getting a new uh member of the town that like pretty heavily looks like the last guy who gave you a hard time uh her time is also offset by just thinking of her dead husband falling by their apartment window yeah so we get a lot of shots of that and his grisly death and the gore that he kind of got away with that early in the movie, showing a, yeah, you know, you, stake you see fence him fence post yeah. ripped through his arm, legs snapped and bent. That was Just... like a Giallo thing, though. <sighs> yeah, ooh, was very Giallo, especially the pan up. The 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 anything anything going through a spike makes me feel like Giallo. Yeah. A lot of this did have a real like country Argento mm. feel to it. I mean, this felt like those kind of Argento or Fulci psychological. You know, they'd been a lot of those kind of you movies. definitely see that,
1: but also yeah, like a kind of an operatic or. A you know there's
0: well that's the that's the argento I, influence i've heard right?
1: this i've heard this described as folk core because there's kind sure. of this the there's a natural vibe to it but yeah this definitely feels like also like an argento uh spooky usually argento movies would spend
0: more time in the house yeah this one is taking advantage of this whole like country town even though we find out the town may not matter mm-hmm. it may not be real as you said <laughs> nobody knows where this place is Nobody can quite seem to get there, and every time she tries to get the address to it, she keeps getting cut off in different ways. Yeah. And the movie just kind of keeps going and hitting you with so much crazy shit that you don't really have time to stop and think that, uh, where the hell is this place? Where is she? can everybody see her? Is the lady real? Why is she not leaving? She's- Are the guys real? Is the house real? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know anything about it. Why is she insisting on staying?
1: Well, then it gets very freaky once once night falls. And man, she's seeing visions.
0: Who, can, who is sta- She had a chance to leave during the day. Yeah. Then the movie cuts to like 9.30 and she's in the bath.
2: <laughs>
0: like the she's stones on day. this
1: woman. Well, she learns at the pub that the naked man was released from jail. Yeah, that's tough. I'm oh, going man. home when that happens. So again, oh, this- so he knows where I live. You released him from jail. He's got nowhere else to go. Yeah.
0: Uh, so I'm recently, go, we, we talked about you know now. another recent favorite horror director who we also got to see a his movie in the theater, Ty West. Oh, sure. I've never of seen course. a Ty West theater movie That's in the, the theater. I
1: was like, I know there's other directors I love who have
2: yeah. movies this that, year already. that I've never seen in a theater Ty before, West. but he's
0: been making movies for 15 years, so those movies I'm getting to see. And uh, X got a lot of credit, and I you know I was a low voter on that, and I'm, it's you know I'm warming to it, but. Yeah, some of the praise for it was kind of similar to like felt like the praise for men should be, because mm. men had this great blend of a real exploitative, grisly horror movie like Last House on the Left or, mm. you know, those those real like oh yeah, this is gross. This is like a woman fight. You know, it was gonna get to.
1: It was a very much like an invasion. Yeah. Kind of, and so you t- you
0: brought up the strangers. You know, the yeah, strangers was the like strangers. a B movie that made a lot of money, right? Right. That's the kind of those kind of grisly drive-in movies from the seventies. It and could 80s, have easily right? been just that. Yeah, and it did those scenes so scary. Yes, the naked man could have been a cheap gimmick. You throwing out a naked man with tons of self-like inflicted cuts, but they're also in patterns. Yeah, there's that's creepier, you know. If this guy had like slit his wrist, that's that's one visual you're already dealing with. But synchronized cutting, this guy's off his gourd, man.
1: The the makeup was really gross on that too. It's disgusting. You see him throughout the movie, kind of get more cuts. It gets he's he's putting stuff
0: in the cuts. Yeah, suddenly there's like
1: this there's this stone totem that's going on. So yeah, it it does this whole invasion subplot, but then it becomes like this mystical. Yeah, but it's then like spiritual uh, guilt confrontation. I kept expecting someone to mention that all the guys were the same guy. Like I kept, I was <laughs> waiting, I was waiting for like the reveal of like we're all clones or robots <laughs> yeah. or something because Garland's such a sci-fi guy. Yeah, in his last, I mean, few movies.
0: Annihilation doesn't have a lot of answers. Right, Ex Machina has more of a linear story, but at least they ask
1: questions in Annihilation. Sure, there was never even like a. Man, that Samuel looks a lot like the 40 year old guy. (laughs) She had like four conversations
0: with her friend (laughs) when she could have been like, you know, I've only met seven people and they all looked like very, very similar. They could be brothers. Also, every confrontation has been worse and more toxic (laughs) and more anxiety inducing than the last. Yeah, I've been here like seven hours. Yeah, it's broad daylight. (laughs) Got plenty of time to get on the road before nightfall. Yeah. And then she's just. Chilling in the bath to like whale sounds. Unreal. The stones She's on determined this to relax. Yeah, man. I know.
1: Real piece of work.
0: And that's kind of this <laughs> great That's kind of this great nod to an actual classic horror movie. It's the person like you keep like, oh, no, exactly, why are right. you going back in the, you know? So she keeps making these dumb horror decisions, but it's kind of with this women and women first kind of mentality. She's going through her shit. She's unpacking all of her baggage. It's like. So yeah, it also looks like she's making dumb decisions, but it also is her confronting mm-hmm. her like guilt, her her grief, her fear, all of it. So it really plays way classier than some of these real like "I spit on your grave" and it's also kind yeah, of
1: movies would play. It, it very much has that which I don't. I feel like you don't see a lot of the woman determined to not let these guys get to her. Yeah. Even though everyone's been a jerk, and this kid told her to, you know, called her a bitch. And <laughs> yeah, man. The priest blames her for her husband's death and all that stuff. It's like she's like, no, I'm not gonna let these guys ruin.
0: Do you know how wrecked I or, would be if you know. a ten year old called me a bitch, <laughs> like out on the street? Yeah. You know, if, if somebody heard that, oh my god, I'd I'm be so mad. I'd if- be, I'd be so pissed. Yeah, I would look like such an idiot. A kid would wreck me. <laughs> <laughs> that kid would own me so hard. she should have kicked that one in man, the Man, I fear youth. Yeah, man. all the, I, f- I keep feeling older and weirder to the like kids working at the movie theater, and it's just like one well, of these. Any one of these kids could just call me a bitch <laughs> in front of like all the other kids, and I would just have to take it. What could I do? Just be owned, man. You just So already like the first day you can vaca- Apparently take a bath. That's yeah, the Yeah, apparently answer. just take a soak. <laughs> just, just get some salt in there relax. and just soak it. After yeah. you've been. After you know you're going to see that naked guy
1: outside once you look outside. Yeah, man, like, you that know.
0: guy chasing her without her noticing and you just keep seeing that it's you have to notice him that's another great classic horror thing like yeah. how is she not seeing this guy it's the only thing casting a shadow right outside <laughs> the window but the scares and reactions it was getting behind us were real man these girls were there these girls were in this movie yeah this is getting like opening scene of original scream kind of reactions right and it's a naked guy just like Hanging <laughs> balls, like running around to a new window, right? Well, also, as like the scariest thing to me, I'm such a such a patsy. The scariest thing to me, being on your phone, coming into the other room and seeing the door open a crack. Yeah. Oh man, I hate an open door. Hating that.
1: Yeah, it's uh, And then yeah, later at night when she's when she is having all the visions of the different guys coming in. Yeah. That scene where the window breaks. In the kitchen, and the stool flies, and then oh, gets pulled man. back, and, and you don't see cowering what's going She's in the corner on. with a butcher knife. That was so scary. You
0: don't see a thing. It's all like her reactions, and her just and then you all see like a mix. very
1: Argento-esque like crow
0: on the oh, floor. Oh man! Right at that point, I knew we were getting like the Great American Argento movie. Yeah, how cool is that? <laughs> of all the things that are getting in the theaters, because how many how many times has seen an Argento movie been like the best movie night of our mm. of our month? Right. Argento movies in a theater, just in my opinion, you gotta see an Argento. You gotta see an Argento (laughs) on the screen, to be fair. (laughs) But (laughs) once they kept taking those leaps, yeah, the crows, her under just assault in this house, right? Yeah, insisting on staying. So many people in these movies just can't leave a house, can't leave it. I guess I get it. I like my house. It's pride. I've been there a while. <laughs> You've been in your place for a while, you know. Well, yeah, but if I'm just visiting a visiting place a for house, two weeks. You're like, I put down 200 on this. Yeah,
1: if Katie and I go out to the countryside <laughs> to get away from the baby if for If a naked little, guy assaults
0: her and gets in the oh. house and you know he's
1: been in the house. If I even think there's like a naked guy possibly somewhere. Yeah. I'm, I'm knocking on walls to hear if anyone's in the walls. At naked places.
0: guy and pressing, like, giving take me a press football <laughs> against like the Full bay Not window. Not gonna take
1: much for me to go. We're gonna go somewhere else.
0: I'd already be eighty percent there <laughs> once he's just smashing it. Just seeing him in the woods would be enough. If he yeah, never right, even oh came to God. the house, be like that Look, naked guy at the edge of the woods. There's a guy in the woods. Man.
1: I don't like it. We're getting out of here. I kept
0: expecting more naked guys to show up. I was expecting this to turn into one of those army and naked guys movies, like a clone yeah. nude. Well, guys. like you said,
1: I, yeah, I kept expecting some science fiction. Thing to happen, yeah, and it turns in. It does kind of turn into this full core of just this witchy, ancient weirdness. But I have no idea what's going on at the end. <laughs> yeah, I man. really don't. I have no answers. I assume
0: uh, nothing because <laughs> I can't tell I you. I mean, the stuff that I keep thinking about is so this woman just keeps getting assaulted and assaulted. That conversation. She sees all, this all these long guys conversation come with the vicar at their, at is night. one of the. Yeah, I mean, this is a award worthy scene. This is when the movie transcends its kind of grossness because this is a kind of a gross human scene as we go on this five minute talk where this man is like shifting more and more of the blame Mm -hmm. for her like ex-husband's death onto her until he just you always get to the people playing around with over around dancing around what they really think. No racist comes out and just says it. (laughs) You know, the very few are the ones that come out and say it, right? Most people, you got to dance around it, right? And there's a two-minute stretch in this conversation where this dude is dancing around something, and we all know it. It is the most obvious, uh, It's the grossest thing. And so, of course, you know you're going to get a hand-on-leg kind of scene as he's, like, consoling her. And that hand feels like it is on that leg for so long.
1: It's a tight squeeze. Without it's, not a, it's not a comforting
0: yeah but Plus, this is again, a woman seeking she, comfort yeah this is a woman seeking on in comfort and not looking in bad faith yeah she's ta- she has every right to view every person at this point in the worst faith right it's nothing but a bad actor and she is still willing to you know if somebody is offering she sees the sincerity in his consolation and it and this the build to it turning insincere is so gross mm-hmm. and it's something that We haven't really gotten that kind of misogyny, I don't think, in a Garland movie. Mm. We got this weird level of like control and power from Oscar Isaac in Ex Machina. Mm -hmm. Annihilation was very like women strong. Definitely. It's a movie. And this is really like the first time I feel he's gotten the opposite of that. Really like she just kept getting rained down with shit. And every reason to not take this woman seriously. And every reason to not listen to her when she is pleading. She's not necessarily the good guy in every situation, but she is just like getting rained on. Yeah. And these guys are just progressively gross. Movie understands how terrible cops are. That is a very real cop scene. Uh Uh-huh. Very real confrontation with the cop.
1: Well, his indifference to her fear and concern is like just as damning as anyone being a creep outwardly or,
0: or uh... yeah when she finds out that this naked guy who had she knew for a fact had been in her home yeah the line that this guy drops when she's like you know this man is following me he followed me out of the woods he followed me into my house like he is following me and he's like you know i don't even know if he sees you yeah. immediately just like you've seen him all these times i don't think he's seen you like boom that's when you, it's just one of those like oh yeah and they're just they're just saying it Mm-hmm. Like they're just saying it at that point. And she even gets, when she's leaving, just like those poor boys well, going out on the moors. It's like, what about him? Yeah. It's like, what about his What about his this feelings? poor guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> the only time you've seen a cop be, like, sympathetic to a homeless man. <laughs> yeah. Right? This guy, like, hey, you That's need to think about in, how hard England, this guy has it, all right? Yeah. He's living out in a railway yard. So, one thing, I've seen this movie twice. Went mm-hmm. back two times to see this movie, right? <laughs> this movie that my coworker, Randy, now... We'll never see. But, <laughs> Give it a shot, <laughs> And you know Randy. what? More power, right? I'm not recommending my parents see this. I'm no. never talking about it at all with them. <laughs> so, yeah, not everybody is going to get something out of men. Boy, did I. Yeah. And as these confrontations get so toxic, man, again, 10-year-old Simon taking off his mask. Even if it was a creepy 10-year-old, it wouldn't sting as bad. Mm-hmm. Samuel looked like a nerd. So like getting called like by a ten year old nerd be like (laughs) okay yeah by a cool kid then like on a skateboard oh end of my day end of my week and so already this woman is just still willing to be trusted and the turns that conversation took is when they're just outright saying it Mm -hmm. and the cops outright saying it she they do not care about her safety at all she is on her own she's not gonna get any help confronting her fears. And we go through the shit. (laughs) I really love that scene when she leaves the pub. And you start to get the sense, this is the first time the landlord actually outwardly seems like he's covering something up. Where he's doing this like, oh, probably not worth asking any more questions about the house uh, or anybody else in the town. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> like, right like well, oh, okay it's a weird thing of you to say uh, yeah it's almost
1: like he w- yeah he might as well have just been like well you weren't supposed to see jeffrey yet
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're like, oh, huh? you,
1: uh, are getting ahead of ourselves here. right like oh yeah that's where you start going like okay now we're gonna find out it's a ritual and they're all yeah brothers man. and they've been
0: waiting for man, seven I always, sunsets or i get, i get scared of strangers in a in a weird town movies those movies always scare me 2000 maniacs that's so scary to me man that was so i fall for those movies and this one was a scary version of that once she has to confront all these things on her own it gives you like a scary house movie it gives you a scary house invader movie mhm home invader movies
1: scare me well then it's it's that same and thing then, where even what, during the home invasion stuff at the end yeah the visions are these guys coming at her and then they disappear and Yeah, something breaks through the window. It was that wasn't a fucking crow that broke through that window, but yeah, no one believes. It gives
0: you just like that ten growing percentage of
1: unreliable narrator, right? So you've got that going, and then you've also got the patronizing, you know, influence of the landlord just being like, "Well, I'll okay, I'll I'll go out and check."
0: Yeah.
2: It's this great
0: British vibe, but also just these scary different personalities that are all converging on her. It's this great claustrophobic feeling where Mm -hmm. she can't leave this place. It's this claustrophobic, this weird effect that I noticed the second time. See how huge this place looks from the outside? These rooms all feel just like slightly like closed in. Sure. Yeah, yeah. It feels like, you know, even in the Overlook Hotel, one of the scariest buildings on camera, it was scary almost because of how it would go from spaciousness to, like, cramped. Everything's cramped, yeah. But this it's movie tight. always felt a little tighter than it should have been for the space she was renting. It always felt like she was moving into a smaller and smaller part of the house. And, like, yeah, by the time you
1: get to her bedroom, it's like she could barely get around the bed and the desk. I know yeah. what you mean. Yeah, definitely. And it just
0: felt like everything was kind of in incre- Like she, a little hobbit hole kind it's of It's like feeling. every one of these men, this movie converges on. It feels like it's building to a climax the whole movie. Yeah. This movie keeps exactly. building to a bigger and bigger climax. One of the things where I was like, oh, cool. Like, it's like a ninety, ninety-five minute movie. Like, it's good to bring back a nice tight horror movie. This movie felt like a th- like a three hour journey. We crossed <laughs> so much ground. Like it was had so much crazy shit from go mm-hmm. that it was just It's packed, right? Yeah, yeah. It's dense. By the time it goes to the end, you think you're like, All right, well, it is ramped up a lot. They can't keep this going for long. And I like look to my phone, it's just like 25 minutes left. Where are they going to keep going from here? And I, brother. I didn't see that guy. I still wouldn't have guessed where they were going with this. I would not have guessed where they went with this movie. I don't even know how to describe it. Not only do we get (laughs) one of the ugliest, grotesque cutting scenes in any horror movie. When she stabs that naked man's arm through the mail slot. Yeah. Middle of the arm. Oh, God. Oh, God. Right through the forearm, right? Both bones, all the way through the arm. And instead of pulling the blade out, he just pulls it lengthwise through his whole fucking forearm. That's one of the most gut churning scenes I have seen in a horror movie, man. Rough. That is so disgusting. Yeah.
1: That felt real. Yeah. And then the rest of the movie, the guy's got this half Oh, he's got like a flipper,
0: gross hand. hand. And he keeps flat. It's like a Resident Evil character at that point. It does
1: become very much he's Resident Flopping Evil. the
0: cut around people, like so they're in the finger crotch. Oh, God, he, he did do that. He yeah. did that. He like chokes somebody with his with his split-in-half Vulcan finger crotch. hurt
1: right? Yeah, doesn't he do that to hurt someone? Yeah,
0: yeah. And it's clearly sexual. It's so violating. Definitely in one of those Cronenberg-like, gross, gross like cut and sex scenes, right? Yeah, right. This movie gets sick. And then, like a bunch of dudes start having the most graphic births (laughs) ever captured on any film. Surprise birth (laughs) is always a choice in a movie. This is this never you can never quite like plan for seeing the head. Like in a movie, right? Well, this is a, yeah, she sees naked
1: man. By this time, he's transformed into kind of a mud god looking thing.
0: Yeah, he's got all these plants stuck in all these cuts. These visions of this totem that yeah. she's seen in the church with a this man from nature and on the other side a woman with like her legs spread open in a real crude way. Some early stone porn. Yeah. Some we've carving gotten porn.
1: We've gotten, a, yeah, and already it's like, yeah, the, the men have gone. This is after the priest in, in the yeah. bedroom is like, Kind of giving her like the serial killer speech. Well, they keep
0: every one of these men keep falling her and trapping her deeper and deeper into this house. Yeah. First, the cop shows up outside. Then, you know, the movie also it has a lot of ideas and it confronts a lot of things. They do this kind of Adam and Eve thing at the beginning where she mm-hmm. takes an apple off the tree of the property and then they kind of don't really talk about the Adam and Eve <laughs> thing until the, until the apple tree comes into play like an hour later. But I think that's the whole like the nature man, like the man with all these leaves. This is going to sound so dumb, but I've been (laughs) thinking all about every angle of this movie. It's like, you know, is this just nature? Is this all these men are just rebirthing the same kind of toxic energy, the same kind (laughs) of, you know, the same kind of opinions, the same feelings, just not budging, refusing to grow. And they just keep getting trapped in this like flawed, toxic cycle with all the stretched. I mean,
1: socially, yes. But yeah. physically, what happens at the end is the naked man, his belly expands. Yeah. He either rips a hole through his uh, <laughs> bottom or something happens where a full-grown version of Just another man, Rory Kinnear, yeah, one of the previous men that we've seen, I think, emerges covered in goo. This... Who he then immediately becomes pregnant. Yeah, and then another hole rips out of him, <laughs> and then I think Samuel version Rory Kinnear we get comes Samuel out. Samuel version, and then he grows a big belly. Bodies keep getting stuck. There's a pile up. The
0: they come out mouths. The holes now.
1: start coming out of the shoulders. Yeah, and mouths, and eventually it's her husband. Yeah, who comes out of the last Rory Kinnear, and they just they just sit for a bit. <laughs> I know. and she so says nice. what do you want from me and he says your love and then we cut to the next morning and her friend finds her and there's blood everywhere but you don't see any bodies of... yeah
0: really leaves you asking
1: but man but that whole sequence is gotta be the weirdest thing it's like one of the weirdest I 10 minutes I've probably ever film, seen right
0: yeah when i
1: heard there were walkouts oh that's like, it yeah of that's course do you think it was after the second belly expands? Yeah, once and, they knew and that the we were third getting a solid ten minutes of birth, they're like, "Okay,
0: once get the, the kids." Once the birth started, <laughs> but even before then, man, people were getting scared in the theater. That guy charges at her full speed. The movie uh, does, oh, a, yeah. does a really great version of. See, once I can't believe you're still sympathetic for the landlord. Once the lights went out and that dude disappeared, well, that's already you're just like, nope. Yeah, that's, well, that's when. Just, oh, that's Shh. where you get the hard note. I could have left yeah. at six p.m. Yeah, that's where you, I could have been out of this. Well, place.
1: then the landlord eventually comes back and then tries to run her down with the car. Oh and man, he goes
0: bad. We get all these great, classy, but definitely B movie horror endings, yeah. and it's kind of great. Yeah. And I didn't even think it would get to what it got to when she's just being chased around by all these different guys. At a certain point, before they all start appearing, you know, they're appearing separately. It's still the worst mind fuck. You know when the vicar comes into that the room and really begins a sexual assault that felt like a night an actual nightmare. yeah and like, he's blaming her for these feelings of lust that yeah. he never th- knew about before, like and then the confrontation with Samuel where Samuel who looks like looks like a little goofball <laughs> looks like he looks like the worst of the De- like if they had they might as well have done that in the Irishman like De Niro is a nine year old but with like Robert De Niro's face yeah this is what that is I wanted to see him. Take one in the crotch. I was, (laughs) I was not. Yeah, I wanted Samuel to get get his comeuppance (laughs) (laughs) because I hated Samuel. And uh, but man, when he's backing her up that room, because also earlier he's like asking her to play hide and go seek after being the worst. Super creepy. And it's like no kid. I'm obviously not (laughs) going to do that. I'm an adult. (laughs) Yeah, I'm never going to do that.
1: No. Yeah, obviously. And if I was, I'd be the seeker, not the hide. Yeah. All right. Let's just. I'm not playing this at all. You go hide, and then I leave
0: and go on with my day. (laughs) Yeah, that's how this
2: works.
0: (laughs) And so that was just so like, no, obviously not. And the way he uh, flips that and is convincing about it, and it does that great, you know, Halloween thing where she shouldn't be able to keep getting away. From these pursuers Mm. and keeps getting to the door like just in time. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's that great old horror trick. It's a Hitchcock trick, you know, where she's just always wants to. Those dreams are always the worst. That's just. It's um, the like, either I'm not running fast enough or I'm just getting barely away. But this whole thing is, it's all stressful. The whole thing is stressful. It was pretty stressful. She's confronting her dead husband, which she feels guilt for the whole time. Whether right or wrong, she makes a good case for not. Mm Mm-hmm. And still, you can't help but feel guilt for that, even if you didn't deserve it. It's going to haunt you forever, potentially, if you allow it to. And This is all about making that choice of whether you allow it to or you finally confront it. And that's some deep stuff to be tackling when various freaks are coming through like your kitchen and into your attic.
1: Yeah, it truly felt like a nightmare that she was having at the end there. And then, yeah, you see her the next morning... Alive and well, the car is crashed like it was. Yeah, there's definitely blood streaks leading into the house, (laughs) which makes me think if that was all in her mind, she just killed the caretaker of the mansion. She just
0: killed a lot of people who she was viewing as like the same person. So the same, but you never see the body. Same,
1: like yeah. But that the ending of the multiple birth kind of trail into the house and then it's yeah. her husband. That couldn't have been real, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, that had to be imagined, right? We actually, aren't crossing over to that
0: universe. It actually happened, right? Uh, That was so <laughs> shocking. And so, like, again, we have seen so many Cronenberg movies with things that are, like, butthole-ish. <laughs> where Cronenberg—it's like, Cronenberg's done it again. Yeah. He, he technically got it past us. This movie just does it in the worst way. Just a... It's so funny that we were talking about a guy, like a Robin Williams kind of movie for Rory Kinnear, a Jim yeah. Carrey kind of performance. <laughs> when you compare Jim Carrey getting birthed out of a rhino. <laughs> Don't in, think I wasn't thinking that. In Ace Ventura 2, Waiter, <laughs> I think When Nature Calls Walked, so Rory Kinnear could be birthed out of several buttholes <laughs> of his own. That's Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> Jim Carrey, he was there. He it's, pioneered that. It did,
1: yeah. The, the like... Second to last one, or one of them where it's coming out the mouth and it's like the arm and the leg coming out of the mouth. Yeah. That that started to feel like Evil Dead. Dude, this felt like society. Yeah, yeah. It started to feel like. This is the even grosser version
0: of society. It was so bizarre. Once bodies keep getting stuck during the births and the births keep happening at too quick a rate for the people to get free and clear the bodies and they keep growing (laughs) into this more and more grotesque thing. What the hell? But it's like... How is he allowing... How does he get away with all this? It's the same feeling I have, though, when...
1: uh, Leaving this movie, it was the same feeling I had, uh, like, watching 2001, A Space Odyssey. And you just go like, I don't know what to make of that ending, but
0: that was awesome. (laughs) I talked about still remembering details about seeing specific movies. Man, PBS, I was probably in high school, 16 years old probably, showed 2001... Mm-hmm. On a midnight on a Saturday night. They used to show old, like, 70s-era Doctor Who <laughs> right, on Saturday right. nights. And, uh, you know, being a cool guy. <laughs> and uh, But, yeah, so I I remember setting a tape. You know, I'd heard about this movie. I'd gotten into Kubrick, you know, I, but I'd never seen this. Man, I remember watching that straight through till 2 a.m. And the last hour just feeling this, like, late-night surreal oh, blur. Totally. Right? I remember that so much. And this is... I'll, I'll always be thinking about yeah. this movie, man. But
1: it's like, it's, it's uh, yeah, it's 2001. It's a it, it's racer head and just being like, well, clearly clear that's not a real baby. <laughs> right?
0: So can they hear the baby? Wait, or, uh...
1: his head becomes an eraser? I thought that was just an expression. <laughs> is she in the radiator? <laughs> <laughs> that's what this movie is. It just goes full abstract. Maybe I should. For, My dad's
0: really good about asking any possible question in the middle of a movie. Maybe I should bring him to men in the theater. Just get him. Know. Get him to ask him. No, man, he would. He, he would might never walk. forgive me. He might walk. But it's shocking the kind of stuff. Even the one of the movies I brought him to like a year ago, Nobody, mm. that had some violence, man. Sure, that had some violence in there. Northman, that had some violence. There. like they are getting away with some disgusting stuff. Ambulance had several real time, realistic surgeries. Oh yeah, they're just showing real. <laughs> they're showing guts on film a lot, man you love your favorite Northman scene with the guy's <laughs> so, guts spilling out as he's coming into the uh, I mean, the Crimes of the quarters. Future
1: is going to be another episode, but sex, surgery is a new sex, I guess.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah. People are really getting off on gore these days. Gore is yeah, yeah, showing yeah. up in a lot of mainstream stuff. All the parents' shows on CBS are all just like gore. Oh, yeah. Definitely. It's all like it's all that stuff. But so theaters are having to step it up. We got to bring <laughs> back the weirdos we got to put the weirdos in the big screen, man. got to have naked, cut-up guy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Got to get these weirdos. And it don't get grosser and weirder than this, man. Of course I can't argue with Oh, there's Derek. also
1: like his ankle is broken the whole oh, time. God, so he's, he's dragging it well, like a Well, that's one of the zombie. things that
0: keeps hanging you up. When you're trying to get your <laughs> shoulders free and clear of a, of a man's anus... Once you get the shoulders passed, you are you can get the rest through. And then all the birth guys have the same
1: they keep deformities. Having the, same, well, the hands split in half, the yeah. legs broken. I mean, well,
0: that's why my brain obviously started thinking about how these traits keep, you know, these attitudes and these behaviors keep just getting handed down and handed down. Yeah. You can't escape it. If you insulate yourself, like this town of freaks is this inbred yeah you insulate yourself enough there's no evolution your ideas stop growing they stay in this trapped, dated mindset and she just has to keep getting confronted with these grosser more and more incestuous bastardized versions of this mindset Like it's one thing when a cop is telling you for the probably 10th time in your life that you're getting a little hysterical here all right yeah yeah like Mm -hmm. you've heard this probably a couple at least times in your life and now you're getting just confronted with, you're getting assaulted, you're getting threatened. Like it is overt at a certain point, and the way she, you're getting literally chased down in a car, mm-hmm. like they are being too direct at a certain <laughs> point, man. Hey, knock it off. And she, I don't know, the way she just keeps persevering through multiple anal births. That's, yeah, that's a girl boss, and <laughs> they really like. I don't know. I kind of like that scene with her and her husband. You knew the husband was getting confronted well, again, eventually. It, it's this not, was all building to I her confronting I didn't see that. that coming.
1: It's like you said, nothing in this movie is what you expect <laughs> sure, what you're about sure. to see. So yeah, that kind of slow yeah, ending to where... Yeah, the relationship comes back into focus. You know,
0: it's it's something we all we all meet people in our life and we all like conf- you know, we all have meaningful years and maybe even bad years that we've spent with totally different people. And sometimes they stay in your life and other you know. Mm-hmm. It's hard to keep everybody you've ever met in your life. Sometimes you don't want to. And yeah, just the way that this movie is dealing with those kind of relationships. You know, for as scary as the horror is, it's real tough to also want you to endure this, like, the, a marriage story. Exactly, You know, a yes. marriage story wasn't getting... There was no part during a marriage story, which I liked, where I was worried about, like, Adam Driver just birthing himself over <laughs> and over and over again. Although... No. No. And, uh...
2: <laughs> well? <Ooh>. Uh, <laughs> they make men, too, electric boogaloo. <laughs> men, too. Hopefully we the get Legend Driver of in
0: Driver's there. gold. <laughs> and, uh... God. <laughs> and, uh, the people the normal people that I sat there and watched that were leaving men immediately when the credits hit were just like, man, a lot of people gonna be thinking about men on their uh, <laughs> on their Sundays today. There's a lot of normal folk. Yeah, a lot I- of normal guys, normal men. And I don't think anybody could have expected going into that. What a what a movie experience. Like yeah. again, after watching it's almost like I don't really know if I want to analyze or think too hard about it. I just want to. I was so in that movie, no matter how unrealistic it got, no matter how shocking it got. Mm-hmm. There was some very real pain in there. I thought she gave an incredible woman on the verge, you know, or in the middle of or in the, at the end of a nervous breakdown. It's, she did not have an easy role in Lost Daughter. This is like that run of Isabella Adjani, Adjani movies where it's just like, yeah, you go slowly insane for like <laughs> two hours. You just do three of those in a year. You exactly. Know? That's kind of your, your niche. Yeah. How can this not? How People complain if an actor is too weird. Like, yeah, Tom Cruise is weird. You have to be weird to commit this much to the kind of some of this anguish. And Jesse Buckley is like committed. Rory Kinnear also takes what could have been a super silly idea. Yeah. And I thought it was actually really effective. I did not like the dual performance in X. Right. I did not like Pearl. <laughs> I I don't like that one, people That one I in did X. not
1: know was the same person. Didn't need to be the same did
0: person. Didn't need to be. I did not care this about that. This one
1: was a very cool. Yeah. Like I said, that's a big gamble to it, say. You're going to play these 10 different roles. Yeah. Yeah. All the clumps. Yeah. But uh, I mean, yeah, this movie pulled it what's off. What's
0: that one Shyamalan movie? You know, that guy's voices were really good. That guy's personas were really good. But uh, it was also kind of a lot. Mm-hmm. And Kinnear, I think, hits that great balance. And the vibes and atmosphere in this movie are so heavy that you kind of just can't help but have it like this is going to sound gross, but forced upon you. <laughs> His yeah. characters are all so forced upon you. And. You really feel that by the time you're witnessing things that no man should have to witness on their,
1: on their Sunday. Men, you can't unsee it. The
0: worst version of Junior <laughs> exactly. ever seen. Yeah. It came to this. It did come to this. I don't know if this is still in theaters. I still think it's crazy. We saw it in theaters. So if it's still out there somewhere in your town, go see Men. It'll hit streaming services soon, I'm sure. Maybe it it's already there. But this is a movie to soak into. And I think, again, his movies, if you... I can see people not liking Annihilation. I see no argument for not liking Ex Machina. Sure. (laughs) You know, if somebody didn't like Men, I would be willing to listen to their reasons why. But I was there. I was connected. If this was all a nature story about how hard we have to fight to keep the worst of ourselves from repeating itself something i'm interested in mm-hmm. and this was a real scary confrontation of that reality in the weirdest way <laughs> so definitely see this movie or not if you thought everything we said was really <laughs> disgusting i'm Eric.
1: i'm charlie thank you for listening and good night